What it do? It's your girl, Jess, the one and only, Jess Be Real. Welcome back for another week and for another dope episode of Jess Be Real Podcast. Today, I have the pleasure of talking about one of my favorite episodes that I've been waiting to talk about. It's called My Love Is Your Love. But I'm sure y'all wonder what it is. So enough of me chatting. Let's get real. Hey, y'all. Hope your week has been amazing. Another Sunday and you're here with me. Or it might be another day out the week because you're actually listening on a different day. Because I see y'all be having them numbers up when y'all download. So it could be another day out the week. But either way, y'all are catching up and tuning in. So we are in season five. Kicked it off. Going strong. Consistency is the power. And as I stated on my Twitter Never let the idea supersede the execution. And I know it doesn't align with today's episode, but it's something I just had to put out there because I feel a lot of people have ideas, but they're afraid of the execution or they focus more on the idea of something rather than actually executing the idea or actually putting their best foot forward. So if you're in that type of mindset this week, definitely don't let the idea supersede the execution, okay? And be sure to also not just live your life, but be alive while you're living it. There's a difference. If y'all know the difference between living and being alive, Google it, because I'm a Virgo son, and I believe in the power of Google, okay? There is such things as stupid questions, especially if you don't use your resources before you contact me. Okay, besides the point, now I'm playing. I hope y'all have been good. I know it's pretty much seasonal depression time. A lot of people like me are in a space around this time where it's a lot of isolation. Um, But this year, I don't even think I'm in seasonal depression as much as I'm in hustle mode and focusing on my connections with God and the universe. So um, I think it's it's always a time of reflection, of course, towards the end of the year. We're in December. Where the hell the year went, I have no freaking clue. But December, here we are. New Year's Eve is coming. And 2022 was like, baby, I see you. Hopefully y'all are ready. Y'all, everybody got that whole new year, new me bullshit. Some of y'all just need to just have a whole new you and stop saying it's a new year and just work on it now. Um, That's the first step. Anyway, um, like I said, today's episode is called My Love is Your Love. And I just wanted to shine some light because I know a lot of my recent topics um, within season four were very heavy, very personal and very emotion driven based off of personal emotions based off of self-reflection based off some heavy topics so I kind of want to bring in season five a little more lighter like I did with my homeboy Zay if y'all check that debonair visuals um and kind of just rap with y'all um this I feel like is going to probably be another season where I'm focusing more on y'all hearing my voice rather than having a lot of guests not saying I don't want guests and not saying I ran out of people but I just feel like my voice, this is my platform, and I kind of want to use my voice to the best of my advantage as I walk into 2022, um, just because it's my podcast. <laughs> and I feel like y'all have had enough insight and different perspectives on the spectrum of, you know, levels of topics from other people, especially a vast majority in season four. And instead of doing the bonuses, I'd rather just use my voice as the best as episodes, Um Because I feel like it's more, I have, at this present moment, I feel like I want to go to releasing episodes for y'all weekly. Um, 
and for y'all to have more time to just listen so y'all not just left out in the dark you feel me so like i said today's episode is called as my love is your love and as y'all heard the illustrious the voice nippy on whitney um gracing us to bring us in on that intro and man that woman the, the voice is true the voice is true and whitney Houston is definitely an icon. I say that because her transition from what was required or expected of her when she first hit the scene, late 80s, early 90s, to her transition into music and how music elevated and just transitioned into different realms and, you know, in the industry. She really adapted to the change in culture and was successful as hell. I mean, there will never be another. So continue to rest in peace, queen. You are missed on this heavenly earth, but you have left a legacy that is just beyond words. So we are grateful here on this earth for you. Um, But it's called My Love Is Your Love because I don't think we take enough time to really sit and just give the flowers and roses to people who love like us, um, move like us, and value like us. And... <clears throat> I want to self, you know, take some time to reflect on that because sometimes people will try to go ahead and force you to be somebody you're not or try to paint a picture to see, you know, they want to look at the best of somebody because that's what the depiction of what you want them to be as opposed to just taking what's really at face value. So I think we need to discuss the positives of having people who do have the same heart as you. Aha, gotcha. I thought I was going to sit here and do a pros and cons. Not today. Sorry. Um, we're going to actually work on focus on the positives. Because I feel especially right now, like I said at this time, we need more light being shined on, you know, in our in our realm, in our world, in just our mindset. Because we're literally about to go into year two of this damn pandemic where we now have the Omicron variant. And it's just like we don't really know when we can go back to a sense of life where we're used to and how much is going to drastically change where normalcy is really not normalcy anymore. I mean, we had the Spanish flu back in 1919 that literally lasted until 1921. And that was pretty much the last really big plague we've had in the U.S. And just so y'all can think about it on even heavier notice, 1921 was literally only 100 years ago. Okay? No, seriously. A hundred years ago, like, and y'all might like, again, don't look at the synchronicity or the universe, but if you look closely, this Spanish flu started in 1919. When did we first hear about the pandemic of the coronavirus or COVID-19? In 2019. And literally went through a whole year of literally losing people to this plague and trying to find a vaccine all through 1920. Are y'all following me? Then 1921 is where they finally got more of a grasp on the hole to try to get back to normalcy. We're in 2021. Okay. And we're still fighting this because I, I don't know, but like they say, history repeats itself. And ironically, it does it a hundred years later. <laughs> no coincidence, people. Okay. Back on topic. Sorry. Y'all know I got to drop a little fact in there here and now. Y'all know I like, y'all know I like spitting facts and a little bit of history, you know, cause I feel like this podcast is here to enlighten to educate and to um, embrace societal culture. So let's get into it. So I feel like your lo- my love is your love is major because I think for me, especially right now at this time and this transition in my life, I really had time to sit back and really think about those people who really love how I love. Like, 
you know how they say you can't make somebody. Everybody's not going to be how you are. You know, people are not going to move how you move, blah, blah, blah. But every tries, everybody tries to make that a negative connotation that you have a a standard of how you want to be treated as a human or what you expect in your friendships, in your relationships, excuse me, in your family dynamic, um, in any type of connection or bond you have with a person. And just like you have an expectancy for your partner, you have an expectancy for your friends. You have an expectancy for your parents. You have an expectancy for whomever you have or has the privilege to have access to who you are as a person. So I feel that there needs to be a highlight on that. Because as I've gotten older, I've come to realize that I can't make somebody be who I want them to be. But I can receive and I guess you like I said yeah receive I guess I can receive and embrace those who do love like I love who do care like I care who do display the affections or have understand my love language and vice versa where it might not be wholeheartedly what I totally agree with what represents you know how I express myself but I know that's how you appreciate it so I think that's vital. And I think we don't shed enough light on it in a positive way. And I want to do that today. So I feel with me, I am, and again, all of this is on my own personal preference and me speaking in an ambiguous platform because I don't know how y'all think. I'm only speaking on sharing my experiences and how, you know, my personal stories. So I know I have a very, very big heart. Um, surprisingly to most, but some people take my RBF resting bitch face as offensive. But in reality, I'm the most sweetest person ever. You can ask a lot of people who've encountered with me or have had interactions. My energy is a vibe. As I said before, your energy speaks before you do. So if somebody really rocks with you, that means that, and they never met you, that means your energy has to be top tier for there to feel that connection. And I can honestly say because of the pandemic, it allowed us to hone in on that logic. Because, you know, like I said before, there was a cameo Amanda Seals did that I had, you know, just requested off the Roberta pandemic because y'all know me, I'm an avid supporter for Buy Back, Buy Black, which is going to be an upcoming episode. So now y'all got a cheat sheet um, where I am very big on pouring my dollars back into the black. So if you pour, if you buy black, you're buying back because you're literally letting the value of that dollar stay within your own cultural realm where we don't get enough access to as is. So y'all know anything Amanda Seals does, I'm 125, 1000% behind, not just because of who she is as a person and her rhetoric, but because of what she stands for. And if I say I'm about uplifting and buying back black or, you know, pouring my dollars to where it matters, I have to walk the walk. So she had cameos. I'm like, you know what? I don't really even want to shout out. I just want to show her love and just say thank you just for her being her. The amount that I spent for that cameo didn't matter as much as it did for her to just know that I know a lot of people go crazy at her. So to hear words from somebody you've never met but has followed your career from a young age to now in your adulthood, it's a refreshing feeling to know that you're trying your best to be who the best the best you you can be. And that's something she said in the cameo, like, yo, it's people like you where even though we never met, we never talked in the DMs, you know, you, you never had a meet and greet, but I feel that energy. It sustains, it invigorates, and I'm literally repeating her word from word. Um, and all I can say is I try my 
that's the tweet. I try my best. I try my best. And it's good to know people like you have followed me throughout this time frame and appreciate my work. So thanks, com- thanks for coming to my shows. Thanks for supporting me and really appreciating my voice. Crazy, right? So again, like I said with my cousin today, I said, you know, a lot of things where I would think was coincidence because again, it opens up elevating my mindset. And my cousin's one of those people who is my love is your love. We do it in a different way. But the goal is still the same. You know what I'm saying? So I believe in alignment. It was an alignment because that one cameo from April 2020, fast forward to November 2021, where her and I had that Instagram live interaction. She said, if I've never met you in person, never you were never on the comments or DM'd, that energy is felt. Do you know that was me speaking myself or her speaking into existence or speaking me having the manifestation of saying, yo, Amanda, I've been in Amanda's DM. She's reposting me. Oh, snap. Me and Amanda on a conversation. Oh, snap. Amanda tagged. Like, we're we're having dialogue. All because of one simple thing of support. But you know what? When you care or when you really are inspired by a person or you really support what they're doing nothing will limit you from your support so as of right now on her patreon i am the top tier patreon subscriber um whatever that top tier is that's where i'm at and i think it's the malcolm not because you know it's amanda seals but because i know it supports smart funny and black And it helps fund her project for her to be able to still spread the love and black culture that we need today to go from city to city. So if I'm able to subscribe monthly just to get exclusive content and support you in your, you know, in your endeavors to make moves, um, that's important. I know you're probably like, why should we talk about Amanda Seals? Because like I told you, Amanda Seals for me, ever since I was a kid, has been a huge inspiration. Because being this child who's always outspoken or always spoke your mind and knowing the capabilities that are endless for yourself and not letting the school system limit you to that, you don't see that often. So this, I, when I look at Amanda Seals, I see a reflection for me. Okay? It's my reflection. When I look, in my, when I look at Amanda Seals, I feel like I'm looking at myself. Because... I'm the same way. It's controversial for some, but those who understand, understand the assignment. You know what I'm saying? So it goes the same for my love is your love. Keisha's the same way. Like my cousin Keisha, she's a part of my tribe. In this time frame of where I feel like I've always given and overexhorted myself or, you know, went out the way and crossed, you know, pushed, pushed, you know, moved mountains for people who went cross valleys for me. It made me really realize that Sometimes monetary value cannot be placed on what you've done for somebody as much as how you make them feel. Because I think it was my Angela that said, people won't remember you for what you said to them. They'll always remember on how you made them feel. And I feel like with my love is your love, it's all about how you feel. It's how somebody makes you feel. You know what I'm saying? Like, same thing with Demetria McKinney. Demetria has a, a utmost respect and admiration for Whitney Houston. So the fact that she was like, that was a soundtrack to my life when I was going through something, Whitney helped me, which she probably feels was a reflection of who she is and what helped build her to who, where she is. Now, I don't know if y'all checked it out, the Kirk Franklin Gospel Christmas. Y'all checked that out on Lifetime, her, she was in it, um, she was in it and Chaz did an amazing job. Amazing. Um, Regina Bell was in it. 
And there was even like a point where she posted like a quick snippet of her and Regina Bell and her, you know, giving Regina Bell her roses. Um, well, Miss Regina Bell, because you know I was raised with respect. Miss Regina Bell, her roses, while they were, you know, randomly in the dressing room, just, you know, telling the camera, like, yo, she's somebody I feel like used to be me and embodies me. And she's in, you know, and I don't, I'm trying to remember the words she used. It was uh example or an explanation of who I am or something along those lines. But more than, more than less, she pretty much was saying how Regina Bell pretty much was a reflection of what she was probably when she was Demetrius' age. And they connect on that level. And I think it's a lot of things like that that make my love your love. Because when you have those sacred connections and bonds with energy, back to the energy being transferring with people, you understand them a little deeper and you appreciate the fact that there's not many people in that world that share that commonality or morality or have that value of who they are as much as you do. So Keisha and Dara are top tier for me. Y'all probably hear me talk about Dara all the time because Dara's a shit. Okay. Um, but literally, I feel like it's the synchronicity between us two because the way I love is how she loves. And she said something so wise to me the uh, the other day. And she was like, I'm looking out because I love and I care about you. I'm not looking out because I'm looking for it to be given back to me in return. Do y'all understand how deep that shit is? Most people have tit for tat. Where you do for me, I do for you. Well, I did for you, so you should do for me. That's a lot of people's fucked up mindset nowadays. People are keeping scoreboards when they claim they love you or they claim they got your back or if you need me for anything, I'm there. But you know what? It'd be the same motherfuckers that you've known for years or have either a a bond, whether it be a relative or a best friend that show you the total... See, I can't even talk right. That show you the polar opposite. And I seen Timmy Roman post something like, it's not where people have a connection to you about you know because they know where you're gonna go and they truly support you they use you up until the point where they need you and then they ghost you but if they really cared about you they would have never left and if it was really there for you they would have stuck around that is something along them lines I'll, 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 I'll posted it on the on the page today but the point of the matter is some people really will be around you to suck you dry and you have to go through those experiences of the negative to truly appreciate the positive in those who really Mirror your image of who you are and what you value. Now, I'm not saying everybody is the same. I'm not saying that just because my love and your love and my love mirror each other, we actually go about it the same exact way. It just lets me know that in the reflection, and if I were to, uh, I'm about to get deep on y'all, in the reflection. So let's say, for instance, I'm sitting at a pond, right? And I use water as tranquility. And you're looking at the, ref- you can see your reflection normally at t- of yourself in the water, right? As soon as you drop a pebble, what happens? There's a ripple effect. You no longer see the pebble, you see your reflection, but it's not as clear as it once was before everything was still, right? That's how it is with a lot of people in our lives. They're pebbles. They come to disrupt, not disrupt. They come to disrupt the calm, cruel, still tranquility we have in our lives to make us feel like there's no possible way to look at our reflection without all the extra waves and movement. But lo and behold, when it's time for it to settle, 
You're no longer able to see that pedal, but you know what it disrupted. Sometimes we allow that to be with our peace. And then that's when we question our love and say, am I giving too much? Am I too selfless? Do I put people before me? Do I not take time to be selfish? And when I'm selfish, somebody throws it in my face like I shouldn't be putting myself first, but it's okay for them to do them, but they judge me for doing me. We don't need pebbles. We need the still reflection because when it's still, it's calm. When it's calm, you're at peace. And when you're at peace, you don't want that disturbed. So to have people who have the love that you have, like you have the love for yourself and you see within them that they have that love for themselves, that's something that's rare in this world. People, do you hear me? Another person I'm going to show love and give a shout out to is Aisha. One of the, the page runners behind Didi's world. I know y'all heard her and Chels on my podcast episode last season with Family Ties. But the way that whole thing went about, which I don't know, it took one simple DM. Mind you, there was a reminder for me of the love I showed them that I totally forgot because that's just what I do. I just like to support when people are just doing positive things. Why not shed light? Support is free. But it took that one DM that Aisha probably don't know that hit me hard, that really touched my spirit when she was like, yo, black women have to support more black women. I, I'm in love with your podcast. I listen to some snippets. You know I got niggas who've known me for fucking years and relatives I've known that never tapped into a podcast a day ever, reposted, shared, or even spoke to me about it. But it took a stranger who I can generally feel a connection, who now Aisha's my sis. Shout out to you, Aisha. You know, my sister in social media world, you know what I'm saying? You know, fellow New Yorker, where it took one, one, one kind word, randomly not knowing me and shedding light and pouring into me to literally lead to that whole podcast. My love is your love. You love to support black women. I love to support black women. You love to see black women elevate. I love to see black women elevate. You love to show love. I love to show love. And you know what? Some people say it, but they don't do it. Some people say it, but they don't show it. Sometimes their actions don't match their words. Why? Because it all sounds good enough for them to manipulate and find a way to step in into a territory that they know ain't meant for them. Because why? Your vibration's so freaking high, it bothers them. But they want to get on that level, but they're not there yet. Why? Because their energy is disturbed. Y'all, y'all keeping up with me? So when you have that my love is your love when it comes to friendships, especially in sisterhood, there's a lot. Yo, let me tell y'all what. I'm going to tell y'all a little thing. A lot of people I don't rock with anymore. I don't rock with them not because they don't, you know, show the attributes I have, but their common courtesy and decency as a human is despicable. And it took me time to really sit and reflect and say, Jess, why the fuck do you interact with this person? They're nowhere near your vibrations. They're low vibrating. And you're meeting them on their low vibration knowing damn well you don't vibrate there no more. Stop doing it because you don't want to let that person go knowing lo and behold the universe, God, the ancestors, let that motherfucker go. They they serve their purpose. And because you are no longer in that space, they can't come with you. Some people are meant to come with you on your journey of transition. And some are meant to be there for the season and play their part. 
People will call me sis, and I'm going to tell you this now. La ha ha, kiki secret. You can call me sis, and I'll reply back to you, boo. You're not a sis in my eyes. I don't care if it's a term of endearment, but I don't want you to feel like we on that type of level where we're that cool, because we're not. You might look at me as a sis in your eyes. That's beautiful. But just because you call me sis, I mean, I got to call you sis back. I'm going to tell you, boo. Yes, hon. Thanks, love. I'm that chick. Because why? I don't say it if I don't mean it. And I don't do it if I don't feel it. You feel me? So I don't want everybody to move like I move to the T or have every attribute I have. I want y'all to openly listen to what I'm telling y'all. But I do want individuals who love like I love and do it where they don't feel like they have to guard themselves in the process or not be generally who they are because the world has fucked them over so many times or people have done them grimy because they feel like they can't be themselves or they're ashamed to do it because the world has done some, you know what I'm saying, wild shit to them or, you know, where it's like, yo. But again, it's not what's happening. Why is this happening to me? Why is it happening for me? The fucked up niggas that did me grimy or move funny with me. I ain't mad at them. One, I forgave them because it ain't my business. That's between you and yourself. It's a projection, beloved. But two, thank you. Because you you had to happen for me to love myself more. You had to come in and shake some shit up like some K. Michelle shake the table. Because I had to learn to look at myself and put myself first. I had to look deep within and really sit Sit in my fucking feelings and sit in those emotions and sit in why I wanted to be a people pleaser and sit in why I wanted to go ahead and feel like I had to have this person around because of the years supersede, you know, the, the, the bond. When in raw reality, your time expired because what everything has an expiration date. Nothing is forever. So take the lesson and keep it going. But make sure you cherish those who love and have the positive light that shines like yours. Because again, it doesn't happen often. People throw that word love around so frivolously. And don't understand the true meaning of it because they don't love themselves. I can safely say at 31, I truly love myself. I always used to say I love myself, but I love myself and I'm in love with myself. I'm in love with the woman I become day after day. I'm in love with the, the empowerment I give myself. I'm in love with the affirmations I can speak with confidence and not have fear supersede my faith and who I am as a black woman. I love how I go against the grain. I love how I'm able to go ahead and not just talk about being a change, but being the change. Even if that means I have to sacrifice some things in the process. I love that about me and I'm in love, that, love with that about me because many people can't walk that walk while they talk that talk. You feel me? I'm not trying to take out of church, but I'm passionate about this because I just feel like it's not talked about enough and it's okay to be selfish. It's okay to want to put you first. It's okay to say, yo, I got to step back for a second because I need to focus on me. Or I got to step back because I need to have a reconnection. You don't even have to say that just like, yo, I need some time to myself. Those who understand won't question. And those who question will never understand. Because the mindset that they're in, they don't have that boundary to know when I got to take a step back. Yo, I said it the, yesterday. I'm the friend that is Jomo, not FOMO. Jomo is the joy of missing out. FOMO is the fear of missing out. Okay? 
I am okay with not being in attendance. And this goes hand in hand with my love is your love because shout out to my best friends, Angel and Joe. Because Angel, as y'all probably know, my God's order Liberty, who I posted on, on several occasions, she just turned two. Um, Angel and I have been friends for over 20 years. Given. Longevity. But the loyalty within our longevity is something I value because I'm the person that keeps in contact. And Angel's the person that keeps in contact. And when we lost contact for those four years when I left for college, I want you to know when we picked back up in 2013, 2015, one of them times, it was just like we picked up where we left off. The vibe never changed. The energy never changed. It was always consistent. And the love was still there because the love she has for me is the same love I have for her. And the way she values a friendship is how I value a friendship. To the point where she doesn't even call me her friend. She's like, you're my sister. I don't care what nobody say. You are my friend, but you're my sister first. That's how I look at people who I value in my life as my sister. Because real shit, friends become family. And all they are is your chosen family. So sometimes your chosen family is closer than your blood relatives. Clearly make sure how I say relatives. Because every relative ain't your family. And all family could be all family could be relatives. I know this from experience. But that's what I love the most about Angel. She really is an angel on earth. And the fact that she gave me the honor of being her daughter's, one of her daughter's godmother. Literally, I want to say two or three years after we picked back up, where she flew to flew to come see me in Charlotte after not her not being afraid of planes and not liking to fly. And being the first house guest from home to come visit me. Do you know how special that was for me? I'm almost getting teary-eyed talking about it, y'all. Damn. All right, let me man up. Let me man up. Y'all know how special that was for me? She has a fear of heights and flying. This girl made it her business. And mind you, this is the time when she never left her daughter. Never left her daughter for a long distance without her being with her. But came to see me. That's some, my love is your, that's some shit I would do. Because that's just how I am. Like, that's just how I move. And I appreciate that about her because that spoke more volumes. I didn't give a damn if we didn't do nothing that whole weekend. But the fact you were willing to set yourself aside just because you wanted to be here to, you know, to embrace and show love. That's some real shit, y'all. And hence why when I say, when people are like, oh, what you doing Thanksgiving? I'm not available because I'm going home to see my goddaughter. That's her birthday time. I'm going to always show up for my god baby. If there ain't nothing in my way, I'm showing up for my god baby. But it's the privilege and the honor of having that title as a godmother because she doesn't take it lightly. My love is your love. My best friend Joe just had a baby brunch. Been friends since middle school. 19 years. Longevity. Loyalty. Unmatched. We've literally went through trials and tribulations since 2002 to 2021 where it's like, damn, I would never know. But the fact that there's a confidentiality between us two where there's things I've repeated to him and vice versa and have never been repeated outside of what we said for years speaks volumes. My love is your love. Why? Because you value privacy. You value that when you are confident or when you're confiding in somebody, you cherish that. You don't sit here and break that trust off the strength to gossip. Why? Because your vibration ain't that low. You're vibrating higher. You feel me? 
my love is your love. And you, he like, oh, you don't have to come to the baby brunch. I know you know in Charlotte, blah, blah, blah. Not nigga, what? You're my best friend. You're one of few guy friends that I have that literally generally gives a fuck about me and cares about me and checks in on me. Without me having to constantly do it to you, it's always an equal exchange. This dude came to visit me the day before he left for vacation for his girlfriend's birthday two years ago. Just to kick it for 10 minutes before he finished packing for his trip. Some shit I would do. Again, my love is your love. You got to cherish those type people, man. And if you got somebody like you know that's like that in your life, hold on tight and give them their flowers and let them know that they're appreciated. Because, yo, when you do, when you mishandle those type of people, trust me, you feel that. It's a disalignment. It's a, it's a disalignment in your life. Because those type of people are the type of people you will never probably come across again in life. You get very few of those. So if you have a my love that's your love, or a bond like that, or you know people who genuinely, you know, appreciate life and appreciate being alive and living, let them know that that's what the case is. But positive people in this negative ass world, that ain't common. So, that's my love. That's your love. As always, be real. Be true. Be unapologetically you. As I always say on air, let's keep it real. And just know, my love is your love. It's always high vibrations and energy. It's invigorated. It's felt. And it's sustained. I'll talk to y'all later. And y'all have the most bomb week ever. Love y'all. Peace.